15 minutes as is usually our custom. I'll quickly be reading from um, Timothy. I hope you can hear me. First Timothy 2 from verse 1. Please, can anyone, can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Okay, thank you. We're going to be reading from Second Timothy. Second Timothy 2 from verse 1. I'm just going to quickly read it in um, King James Version. Praise God. And he says, I exalt thee, first of all. I exalt, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and come unto the knowledge of the truth. Hallelujah. So we're going to be praying right now for leaders, for kings, for everyone in authority. Look at, looking at what's going on in the world today, we're going to be declaring words, hallelujah, that all men may live a quiet and peaceable life, hallelujah, in all honesty, hallelujah. Because this is what the Lord wants for us. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead. Speaking in other tongues. Thank <laughs> you. 
Oh, 
Thank 
Lord, we worship you, we bless your holy name for you are God all by yourself. Hallelujah. You are good and your glory fills the earth. Hallelujah. Let go bond the fractition Amanda Kabaya. Oh Lord, we thank you. Hallelujah. For everyone, leader Allah Lucas, Kabaya. In the nations of the world, hallelujah. Baron Setekibaya, Lord, we thank you, hallelujah. Masseteki Panda Sakela Brata Sakebaya. Yes, because they do work on according to your directive. In the name of the Lord Jesus, that we live in peace, hallelujah. Your wisdom guides them, hallelujah. They have insight, oh God, and revelation. Into you, oh God, and your plans and purposes for their countries, oh God, for their localities. Lord, I thank you, oh God. Faith comes to your heart, oh God, by your spirit, oh God, and your ways, oh God. 
are consistent with your plans and your purposes. Thank you, faithful Father. Lord, we worship you. We exalt your holy name, O God. We bless your holy name, O God, for you are God all by yourself. Thank you, precious Father. For in Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. Welcome, the esteemed Amarak, at this time. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, PD. Thank you for a great time of prayer. And I'd like to welcome everybody to um, today's devotion. And the time that we spend here is it's time with God. And it can only leave us better than we came. I'd like to thank everyone who's been showing up every day. Um, and good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're connected from in the world. Um, we're gonna be taking the devotional article for today. And today's Thursday, 28th of January, 2021. January is almost gone, <laughs> hallelujah. And the title of today's article, if you can look at the screen or if you have your devotional um, book with you, if you have your copy with you, please look into it as we take the devotion. Blessings in his presence. That's the title of today's article. And our opening scripture is taken from Luke chapter 5 and verse 17. And it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there, was, there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Praise God. Some time ago, I was in a program with several ministers from different countries. During the question and answer segment, many of them asked questions bordering on various subjects. And as I shared with them, and I shared with them answers from the scriptures, but while at it, I noticed by the spirit that all the time they were asking the questions and we were looking through the scriptures for the answers, the spirit of God was ministering to us in a very special way. Several of them that came with heart conditions, chest problems, and some other ailments suddenly realized they had been healed. The ailments they came into the meeting with were no longer there. You know, when you read the Bible, um, there are historical stories. Same also when you read the devotional on a daily basis, there are stories that the man of God tells and it's like telling you something that happened in the past. But we're dealing with the same God who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And just while I was reading this, the scripture, I think it's Psalm 107 verse 20 comes to mind when he says, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. And what are we, when we show up here every day, what are we, what are we, what are we showing up to? We're showing up to the word. We're showing up for the word. So it's the same word of God. And I just want to say that every day as you show up here, we may not even talk about a matter that has to do with you. 
We may not address the particular situation that you may be going through. But this story that Pastor just told is what will be the experience, is what has been and what will continue to be the experience of everyone that shows up here on a daily basis. You will just find that suddenly that thing that has dragged for 10 years, suddenly there has been a change and you did not have to pray about it. You just find that suddenly that growth behind your, behind your, you know, your, your, your spine, somehow, some way has disappeared and you do not even remember anybody praying about it. Blessings in his presence. That's the title of today's um, devotional. And you know, there's a scripture that we quote all the time. It said, in the presence of God, there's fullness of joy. There's also the one that we say that where two or three are gathered in my name, he said, there I am in their midst. How many are we today online? Just look at, look, just check it, take a look at the list of people online. There are 53 of us. So we're more than two and we gathered in his name. So he's here. That presence is here and the blessings are here as well. So anything you want, anytime, any day, it just happens. You don't even have to ask, just show up. Just show up. That's all that's required. Um, second, the third paragraph, there were healing miracles everywhere, even though we didn't particularly pray for the sick. That's what happens in his presence. Your questions are answered, problems are solved, burdens are lifted. His glory in your life is enriched and activated. Hallelujah. You know, somebody was, I was talking to someone yesterday from Zimbabwe. She had tried reaching me um, um, about two days ago, but I, I, I couldn't, I, I wasn't reachable. And then when we spoke yesterday, she told me that, oh, that um, she was actually trying to talk to me about a particular matter that um, was pressing at the time and that she needed guidance to know what to do. And I said, oh, okay, so how did it go? Have you been able to address that? I said, yes, that she's been able to address it. And then she made a statement. She now said that, that when she was listening to the audio for that two days ago, that's the first day when we posted the podcast audio. She said when she was listening to the audio, she now discovered that the matter was addressed during the devotion, though she was not connected to the devotion. So imagine that she had connected earlier to the devotion. She would have had Rema ahead of the You know, so I'm just, I'm just sharing that to say that so much happens in this one hour that we spend here. It said when you... Yes, um, fourth paragraph. When you are under the influence and ministry of the word and the spirit of God, you notice something happening in your life, even though you may not be able to tell it in words immediately. That's how so many people can be blessed at the same time in the presence of God. In his presence, there's guidance, there's direction, there's life. In his presence, there's guidance, there's direction, and there's life. In his presence, there's guidance, there's direction, and there's life. One of the things I can guarantee you is that you can't show up for this meeting every day and you find yourself in that situation where you don't know what to do. Is it lie? It's not possible. No wonder the psalmist exclaimed, Thou will show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. 
and at thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Psalm 16 verse 11. In his presence you are guided by his truth into all truth. There's revelation. Every form of confusion gives way. This year, make fellowship with God a priority. Study the word voraciously and pray in tongues fervently every day. I think that this sentence I just read here summarizes what we're doing here every day. He's given us a life of fulfillment, a life of singing and praising and thanksgiving. Maintain and live in that glory every day and experience the supernatural, the joy, peace and prosperity that's beyond this world. Glory to God. Maintain and live in that glory every day. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. Thank you, Father. It's, it's, it's a beautiful day. And every day can be beautiful. Life is a day at a time. You know, sometimes we want to, we want to, it, we have plans and then we'll plan a whole year ahead. Fantastic. Planning is important. But every day, a day at a time, as the Bible says, his mercies are new every morning. And he said he daily loads us with benefits. So there is a visitation every day. There is a provision for every day. Enjoy your life every day. Don't bother about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Make your plans, set your goals, and trust God to outdo your expectation because that's what he specializes in. Praise God. Hallelujah. Over to Sister Joy to take us through the further study and the confession. All the further studies are taken from the King James Version. Please note that, Sister Joy. Okay, Ma. Good morning, Ma. Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much, Ma, for the opportunity. Okay. Okay. So I'm reading from Psalms 133, verse 1 to 3. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to gather together in unity. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard that went down to the skirts of his garments, as the dew of Hermon and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. John 16, 13 to 14. I'll bet when he, the, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and shall show it unto you. Hebrews 10, 25 not forsaking the assemblies of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. Praise the Lord. And right now we're going to move to the confession. You don't have to unmute your mic. You just repeat after me wherever you are. In fellowship, I receive God's word that puts me over in life and my faith is built strong, causing me to ride upon the high places of the earth, walking in abundance, wisdom of the spirit, and keeping me perpetually above all evil and terror, 
in Jesus name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Um, right now, I would like to invite Brother Dozier to take us through the New Testament reading of the One Year Bible reading plan. Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon. Good evening. Depending on when you're connecting from. Thank you so much, Sister Joy. I'll be sharing my screen, and we're going to be reading the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 19. It's been an amazing read. I'm reading the Bible together. Reading the New Testament is really, really exciting. And um, yesterday um, we were reading, we, we stopped at Matthew chapter 19, verse 15, where Jesus was, children were introduced to Jesus and Jesus was, was saying that uh, they should allow children to come to him, that they shouldn't prevent people, children coming to him. Today we'll continue from verse 16. And we'll read to, to chapter 20. I, I read. Another day, a man stopped Jesus and asked, Teacher, what good thing must I do to get eternal life? Jesus said, Why do you question me about what's good? God is the one who is good. If you want to enter the life of God, just do what God tells you. The man asked, What in particular? Jesus said, don't murder, don't commit adultery, don't steal, don't lie. Honor your father and mother and love your neighbor as you do yourself. The young man said, I've, I've done all that, what's left? If you want to give it all, you have got. If you want to give it all you have got, Jesus replied, go sell your possessions. Give everything to the poor. All your wealth will be in heaven. Then come follow me. You know, this is just so important, like what pastor has been preaching about, about how we have to give our all for the kingdom. And this man was being very self-righteous. He had done everything in the law. But Jesus was like, give your all, which is give your hearts. Your heart has to be in, in the kingdom. Verse 22 says, that was the last thing the young man expected to hear. And so crestfallen, he walked away. He was holding on tight to a lot of things and he couldn't bear to let go. He watched him go, Jesus told his disciples. Do you have any idea how difficult it is for the rich to enter God's kingdom? Let me tell you, it's easier to gallop a camel through a needle's eye than for the rich to enter God's kingdom. The disciples were staggered. Then who has any chance at all? Jesus looked them hard, he looked hard at them and said, no chance at all if you think you can pull it off yourself. Every chance in the world if you trust to do it, if you trust God to do it. Uh, you could see the guy earlier on, he, he wasn't trusting God. He had done everything by himself. And now Jesus is giving them the real secret that is when you trust God to do it for you. Then Peter chimed in. We have left everything and followed you. What do you get out of it? Jesus replied, yes, you have followed me. In the recreation of the world, when the Son of Man will rule gloriously, you who have followed me will also rule, starting with the 12 tribes of Israel. And not only you, but anyone, anyone, that's including you and I, who sacrifices home, family, field, whatever, because of me, will get it all back a hundred times over not to mention the considerable bonus of eternal life. This is the great reversal. 
many of the first ending up last and the last first. So we're going to chapter 20, a story about workers. Verse one says, God's kingdom is like an estate manager who went out early in the morning to hire workers for his vineyard. They agreed on a wage of a dollar a day and went to work. Later, about nine o'clock, the manager saw some other men hanging around the town square unemployed. He told them to go to work in his vineyard and he would pay them a fair wage. They went. He did the same thing at noon and again at three o'clock. At five o'clock, he went back and found still others standing around. He said, why are you standing around all day doing nothing? They said, because no one hired us. He told them to go to work in his vineyard. When the day's work was over, the owner of the vineyard instructed his foreman, call the workers in and pay them their wages. Start with the last hired and go on to the first. Those hired at five o'clock came up and were given a dollar, each a, and, and were each given a dollar. When those who were hired first saw that they assumed they, were, they would get far more, but they got the same, each of them one dollar. Taking the dollar, they grossed angrily to the manager. These last workers put in only one hour, one easy hour, and you just made them equal to us who slaved all day under a scorching sun. He replied to the one speaking for the rest, friend, I haven't been unfair. We agreed on the wage of a dollar, didn't we? So take it and go. I decided to give to the one who came last, the same as you. Can't I do what I want with my money? Are you going to get stingy because I'm generous? Here is it again, the great reversal. Many of the first ending up last and the last first. Praise God. And this is very significant. We are in the last lap of the world. And we who came in at the last hour, we're getting the same benefits from those that are coming from the beginning of the day. And this is all by grace. And this is so significant. Praise God. Thank you very much for this opportunity. So I'll be calling on the Praise God. So I'll be calling on Brother Martins to read the book of Exodus. Brother John. Brother John. Okay, I noticed Brother John is not online, so I'll just take it. Praise God. Um, we're reading Exodus chapter 15. Um, yesterday we read um, Exodus 13 and 14. And if you remember very well, we had, um, we saw the Moses reminisce talking to the children of Israel about all that God did for them 
in bringing them out of the land of Egypt. And in chapter 14, we saw them sing, you know, and just thinking about the whole, the whole journey, you know, which Moses summarized in chapter 14, it's, it's something to, to, to picture is something it's, it's so graphical, you know, and then you're just amazed at how far God is willing to go for his people. For me, I think that that's what, that was my takeout reading through all the different chapters in Exodus till this point, how far God will go for his people. And if this was the old Testament, it tells me how far God will go for me. And the funny thing is, these people did not deserve it too. How many of you have noticed it? These people, they did not deserve it at all. They're always arguing with God. They're they always doubting God. If you want to go by whether they deserved it, they didn't. And so it's not today that God has shown that his mercy is not by your works. So um, it's, it's a beautiful journey so far. So Exodus 15, then Moses and the Israelites sang this song to God, giving voice together. I'm singing my heart out to God. What a victory. He pitched horses. He pitched horse and rider into the sea. God is my strength. God is my song. And yes, God is my salvation. This is the kind of God I have. And I'm telling the world, this is the God of my father. I'm spreading the news far and wide. God is a fighter, pure God, through and through. Pharaoh's chariots and army he dumped in the sea. The elite of his officers he drowned in the Red Sea. Wide ocean waters poured over them. They sank like a rock in the deep blue sea. Your strong hand, your strong right hand, God, shimmers with power. Your strong right hand shatters the enemy. In your mighty majesty, you smash your upstart enemies. You let loose your hot anger and burn them to a crypt. At a blast from your nostrils, the waters piled up. Tumbling streams dammed up. Wild oceans cuddled into a swamp. The enemy spoke, I'll pursue. I'll hunt them down. I'll divide up the plunder. I'll gold myself on them. I'll pull out my sword. My fist will send them reeling. You know, some people will boast you, boast and say, when I'm finished, when I'm done dealing with you, eh? <laughs> hey, the enemy is boasting. Verse 10, you blew with all your might and the sea covered them. They sank like a lead weight in the majestic waters. Who compares with you among gods, O God? Who compares with you in power, in holy majesty, in awesome praises, wonder-walking God? This is that song we used to sing um, um, in the King James. Um, who is like unto thee? Oh God, who is like unto thee? Oh God, amongst the gods, who is like thee? Glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders, hallelujah. These are songs that, after you have been threatened in certain cases, just go to your room and be singing them. That's all. Remind yourself of the one that is with you, the one that is in you. 
and the one, the fighter, as Moses called him. Verse 12, you stretched out your right hand and the earth swallowed them up. But the people you redeemed, you led in merciful love. You guided them under your protection to your holy pasture. When people heard, they were scared. Philistines retreated and trembled. Yes, even the head men in Edom, in Edom were shaken. And the big bosses in Moab, everybody in Canaan panicked and fell faint. Dread and terror sent them reeling. Before your, before your brandished right arm, they were struck dumb like a, like a stone until your people crushed over and entered, O oh God. Until the people you made crushed over and entered. You brought them and planted them on the mountain of your heritage the place where you live, the place you made, your sanctuary master that you established with your own hands. Let God rule forever for eternity. And amen, yes, amen. Yes, Pharaoh's horses and chariots and riders went into the sea and God turned the waters back on them. But the Israelites walked on dry land right through the middle of the sea. Miriam the prophetess, Aaron's sister, took a tambourine and all the women followed her with tambourines, dancing. Miriam led them in singing. Sing to God, what a victory. He pitched horse and rider into the sea. Sing to God, what a victory. He pitched horse and rider into the sea. Traveling through the wilderness, Moses led Israel from the Red Sea onto the wilderness of shore. They traveled for three days through the wilderness without finding any water. They got to Mara, but they couldn't drink the water at Mara. It was bitter. It was bitter. That's why they called the place Mara bitter. And the people complained to Moses. So what are we supposed to drink? All they needed to do was tell Moses to talk to God. This is the same God that has been doing things for them. So Moses cried out in prayer to God. God pointed him to a stick of wood. Moses threw it into the water and the water turned sweet. I, 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 I think I see a strategy there. Maybe there's a businessman here. There's a project you're working on and you've been at it for three days, maybe for you for three weeks or no matter the number of time and you don't seem to be able to find your way around it. Maybe that situation is like this Mara, this water at Mara, bitter. The children of Israel had gone around Mara for three days and they, have, they, find, they found no water. Maybe it's time to look inwards and to trust the Holy Spirit for that strategy because that's what God did in verse 25. Moses cried out to God in prayer and he said, God pointed him to a stick of wood. How did Mo God know that that stick of wood was going to turn the water into sweet? God is the extraordinary strategist. And it's, you know, when we fellowship with the scriptures, as we read the Bible, it's not so much about what we read. It's the fact that we fellowship with the author of the Bible, which is the Holy Ghost, the one who made the whole world. So he has every strategy that you are looking for. So my prayer is that in this time of fellowship, you receive that strategy that you require for that business, for that contract, for that job, for that situation, just like God did with Moses in verse 25. Verse 26, that's the place where God set up rules and procedures. That's where he started testing them. God said, 
if you listen, listen obediently to how God tells you to live in his presence, obeying his commandments and keeping all his laws, then I won't strike you with all the diseases that are afflicted, that are inflicted on the Egyptians. I am God, your healer. They came to Elim where, they, where there were 12 springs of water and 70 palm trees. Did you notice that going from looking for water, he brought them to a place where there were 12 springs of water. See, in your life, let God lead you. God leads in abundance. But if you want to live as a man, you will dwell in scarcity and in lack. Live as a God. Let God be in charge. They came to Elim where there were 12 springs of water and 70 palm trees. They set up camp there by the water. Praise God. We've come to the end of today's Bible study plan and um, Bible reading plan. And I believe that you found one, at least a word from the Lord that has inspired you, you know, and touched you in a special way. We have about um, six minutes, six to eight minutes. And then, I, so today we can take testimonies. How has this, this times of um, devotion been like for you? And then who has the testimony that wants to share from the different um, sessions that we've had? You know, because um, sometimes the Bible reading plan is a lot, you know, so, and then we have a lot to cover. So today that we have that time, let's take testimonies. If you'd like to share, please raise your hand. And remember that if you have a testimony and you keep it to yourself, you deprive others the opportunity to experience the same. You know, because every time we hear a testimony, the grace that produces it is activated and we become beneficiaries of that grace. Okay, so I see Sister Cornell from Sweden. Any other person? If you have a testimony, just raise your hand. Okay, so Sister Cornell, you're going to unmute from your end. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Please go ahead. Thank you so much, Ma, for the opportunity. And thank you, everyone. Um, I've really been so blessed by joining this group. Knowing you, Ma, has been a blessing to me, and I'm so grateful for that. The word of God that we've been learning and the fact that we're breaking bread has given me a new, it has given me a new mindset. You know, whenever we break the bread in the morning and you, you pray about it and you make those declarations and I break it with so much boldness, I've always had a beautiful day. And one of the striking things that have been happening is um, on the 25th of this month, I had made up my mind um, initially already at the beginning of the year that I was going to pay my first fruit and I'm also going to partner for one million of one million copies of Rhapsody of Realities. And in this month of January, I'll pay my first fruit give my tithe from the salary that I've already given the first rate and I'll still have more than enough to do my partnerships. Glory to God. So as, as God is making things um, going, I, I had the opportunity to join this group and it has been where my faith has been stirred to do those things I want to do. So when I gave my first fruit on the 25th, I was just like, God, okay, now I need my tithe and then now I need my, my partnership money. And I, um, the, there was a video that was posted on this group um, about Rhapsody of Realities, and it was so inspiring how the, the, the Rhapsody was bulletproof. So after watching the video, and I took Rhapsody and I laid it on my bank account, and I was speaking in tongues, that God, I have my first, I have my, my, my tight, I have my partnership. It was, and I also needed um, 
um, money for my rent because we um it was month and we also needed to pay our rent so i was like i have everything that i need for this month and i laid I put the rhapsody on my bank account it was it was something that i needed that same day very good <laughs> and it was absolutely like, like so after the 12 o'clock prayer i laid my hands on the i put the rhapsody on my account and i prayed about it and I kept on checking my account constantly because I was expecting the miracle to happen. Glory to God. And Asuma, you prayed for me during my birthday. You says miracles and prophecies um, that were supposed to happen like in the past years are going to happen this year. And I was like, those words are not going to fall on the ground. And immediately um, I was going out already knowing that um, I have enough money to do all what I want to do. And for some reason, I said, let me just check to confirm. And I opened my account and I saw much more than I needed for everything that I wanted to do with them. And that was something that they, they were supposed to have, they were supposed to pay me, but in in the fourth, in February, almost February ending, but the money came in early. And that was because I laid my hands, I laid the wraps of the realities. As, as, as that happened, two days after, I did, I did the same thing again, <laughs> glory to God, because it said that if it worked to, if it worked earlier, then it can still work in. And before the day went to an educate, money still came in, glory to God. So I'm so grateful to God. I'm so grateful to God because I have an unending stream of supply and I was able to sow into your love word yesterday. And I'm excited about it because I know I will just be giving this year like never before. Thank you so much, my position us positioning us rightly where we are feeding feeding so healthily with the word thank you so much ma hallelujah praise god wow what a testimony congratulations congratulations imagine now somebody probably just got a strategy for financial abundance praise god okay so um fittings lights tell us your testimony Hallelujah. Thank Praise you so God. much. Thank you so, so you tell much. us your name and where you are. Thank you so much, Ma, for this opportunity. Um, I'm Fitness Light from North Cyprus. And I want to especially thank my sister, St. Cornel, for introducing this group to me yesterday. I was very excited when she told me. And today being my first day in attendance and I just want to say, Ma, it's, it's truly amazing. And, you know, before coming to the meeting, I was a little bit worried. There are just some things I really wanted to do concerning my music ministry because beginning the end of the year, prophecy came and so many things came of what I needed to do. And yesterday, I still received prophecy. So I was now worried. After your love failed, I was like, ah, I need to get this done. I need to get this done. But, you know, Joining the meeting today, after sharing the rhapsody, and when you were sharing the Exodus, the Old Testament reading, and you spoke so mightily about some things, and you said God loved the people, you know, regardless of what they were doing, you know, God still loved them and always wanted to be with them. So to me, that was a lot of rema for me. I said, okay, if God loves these people so much, it means he also still loved me so much and you know he has made provision for me like never before and all those things i wanted to do i will do them by the power of the holy ghost so just attending this meeting today ma is is so much peace and so much comfort in my heart and i want to thank you so much 
And I know it only gets better and better every day. Thank you so much, ma'am. Wow, praise God so much. Um, that's a great testimony for first day with us. We can take one more testimony. Congratulations, Brother Fitzins Light. And um, the word of God concerning you will certainly be established. And that which God has spoke has started today. It will only go from glory to glory by the Spirit of God. Congratulations. Amen. One more person would like to share. We can take, we have two minutes. Anyone? You know, we all have testimonies. Maybe I should call somebody to share. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, so um, for me personally, it's been a beautiful journey. And um, reading through the Bible, every day there's a message. Every day there's a rema. Because we can see God through the pages we can see him at work we can see him for me you know when you read through the whole scriptures you 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 don't miss you you cannot miss god i was telling a friend i said last year for the first time i enjoyed reading the likes of the Leviticus, the Numbers, the Deuteronomies, where God was basically just talking about listing laws and laws and listing the measurements of the temples and the details of the temples and was counting from generation to generation, family head to family, child, all of that. Normally, those are not things that the religious Christian would understand. But last year, I got a special revelation and it was the fact that I could see God through all of those stories, through all of those numbers, through all of those details. I remember when I was reading about the temple, how God was giving Moses all the details of how the temple should be built and all that should be in the temple and how the temple should be run every day by the Levites, what family of the Levites should do what and what family should do what. What I saw was a God of excellence. I saw a God that pays attention to details. If you work with me closely, those who work with me closely, they know that I don't joke with details. And there's, there's an award we do in the cell ministry, the team that, I, that I've led through the years. It's called Excellence in Service Award. And we introduced it because it is what you celebrate is what people, is what people appreciate. So it's, it, it became for me, you know, something that I'm like, if God is like this, this is how I should be. God goes into the details. He goes into the nitty gritties of a matter. God was telling Moses the size of the table. Why did he not just tell him Moses, just, just make a table for the altar? He told him the length and the breadth, the height and the depth. He, 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 there's a bowl that they are supposed to use for a particular stuff. He would tell him the size of the bowl, whether it should be gold, whether it should be silver, whether it should be bronze. I'm like, God, bowl is bowl now. But I saw the character of God through all of those chapters of the scriptures. And every time I read it, I was humbled. 
I'm like, this is God. And, I, and then I was made in his image. That means I got this thing on the inside of me. I can be excellent. I can pay attention to details. I can be sagacious. I can know the nitty gritties of any matter that I decide to handle. This is what it was for me. And this is what it is for me this year. So as I read through from Genesis up till date, I'm seeing God manifest his character just as, as, as I just shared about how God was showing unconditional love to the children of Israel. I can trust that God will not count my mistakes against me. I can trust that God will not count my errors against me. Because through it all, from Egypt, the children of Israel doubted Moses from day one, but he didn't stop him from bringing them out. Thank you, sweet spirit of God. Praise God. So I'm gonna hand over to Brother Martins. He'll take us through the Pauline affirmation. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay. Um, good morning, everybody. Thank you so much, Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Um, we'll take the affirmation as usual, the way we normally take it. You first go with my name is your name, and then you affirm. Then the next paragraph, you say your name, and then you take the affirmation also. At the count of three, we'll be going on. One, two, three. My name is. My name is Francesca. Well, this is fine. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation. The eyes of my understanding. That I know the Thank you. 
Hallelujah, praise God. It is so in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. So at this moment, we'll take the communion quickly. And I'm going to read from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, from verse 23. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body which is broken for you, this do in remembrance of me. Father, thank you, O God. We seal all the words that we've received today. That one who is looking for a strategy, that one who is looking for an answer, that one who is looking for a financial miracle, maybe a seed to sow, maybe rent to pay, maybe desires a car that is a necessity at this time, maybe a house of their own. Father, thank you. Because as we break this bread, we remind ourselves that your death your burial, your resurrection, your ascension and your glorification gave us the whole world for an inheritance and everything in it. Therefore, we declare that all that we require, we have by the power of the Holy Spirit, all resources gravitate towards us. Everyone in this place that desires anything that is in need of anything right now, that need is met. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Break the bread and eat it. Verse 25, after the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you should the Lord's death till he comes. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's a beautiful day ahead. We experience the ministry of angels. We are helped in every way and in every place. The angels will go ahead of us to make ways in offices, to file our names for contracts that we did not apply for. We'll be called for jobs that we did not pitch for, that we did not bid for. Because this is the year of the billions and so much wealth is being handled by your children because our prosperity means prosperity for the gospel. Thank you, Father. It is so by the power of the Holy Ghost and the ministry of angels in Jesus' name. Amen. Take the cup. I'd like to say thank you to everyone who's been part of this journey. And thank you for joining us, for those who joined us for the first time today. And also to all my co-hosts who handle different aspects of the devotion. Thank you so much. You've been all, you've all been amazing. So let's share the benediction at this time as we close. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit is with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely God's goodness and mercy follows us all the days of our lives, and we dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Enjoy your day, everyone. God bless you. Thank you, Thank you. I love you so much. I love you all too. Thank you. Thank you, Ma. I love you. Thank you.